This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. The use of tasers by Toronto police officers is up 77% between May and August this year. This after 400 additional officers were equipped with tasers this year at a cost of almost a million dollars. Now, apparently, 40% of the time, they were used against a person deemed to be in crisis. Critics say it's just putting more deadly weapons in the hands of police and the money would be better spent on de-escalation training. But uh, is that really uh, what's going on here? Like your take on it, the numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And right now we are going to Mike McCormick, who is the head of the police union. Hi, Mike. Hey, how are you? Fine, how are you? I'm great, thanks. Uh, are you surprised by this report on the use of tasers? Uh, not at all. And But what I am surprised is that the way uh, that it's being spun um, are interpreted. And, and to your point about, like, what's really going on here, and, like, you know, you start this off, well, well it's a, you know, a 77% increase in the use of tasers. But that's not what the report's saying. And I get the the uh, confusion there. What the report is saying? Well, first of all, let's let's back this up. We have been advocating for years. We've had over fourteen coroners' inquests in the province of Ontario recommending tasers for frontline officers as a risk management tool, as a de-escalation tool. And what I'm looking at this report is this report is telling me that the uh, equipping of frontline officers. Is ha- with tasers is having the impact that we wanted to see, uh, which is the ability for officers to who are equipped with a taser to use a taser to de-escalate. And what that 77% number represents is that the constables used, and I'll, I'll, this is the term uh, or the word that you have to have in the sentence to, for it to make sense, demonstrated force presence in 77% of incidents where they felt uh, the use of the CW was most viable force of option. So what the number is, 77% of the times that officers brought out their taser, they somebody saw the taser and it de-escalated that action. So oh, you mean said, before oh. they used it? Right, right. Okay, so let, they, let they me... showed it to them, to people, let... and had the desired effect. Do you have a way of measuring whether these tasers were used instead of a gun, or were they used instead of nothing being used? They, they were used instead of a possibility of a firearm, uh, open-hand techniques where you would have to get into a physical confrontation. And this is exactly what the value of the taser is, is that when you pull out a taser and somebody sees the taser, and the, the numbers speak for, for themselves, and somebody you sees that taser, usually they become very compliant without you ever having to activate that taser. So it's, it's, that's what the 77% uh, means. And to me, that is a, uh, a successful uh, number 
uh, when we're reflecting on how uh, tasers being rolled out to frontline officers. That is a sign of success. Uh, what about this statistic that 40% of the time they were used against people who were deemed to be in crisis? So uh, we're assuming that means a, a mental health issue. Right. Is that really the way to deal with a mental health issue? Well, because somebody is uh, has a mental health issue does not make them uh, less violent or make them um, that you have uh, any more ability to control that situation. And in fact, that when officers and, and having dealt with this firsthand, you're responding to a person's activity. And again, when you say 40 percent, well, that sounds like a huge number. But what we're actually talking about, for instance, for, uh, 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 again, our constables who have now been equipped with police officers, in the type of dealing with people who are in crisis, actually, they de-escalated the, the situation uh, 24 times. That's, again, presenting the taser, and they've got compliance then, that they actually only used the taser uh, seven times. when the, the, Sorry, the, can you uh, run those numbers by me? Again, yeah. I'm getting a little <laughs> confused here. Yeah, so what happened is that when we're talking about people, specifically people in crisis, right. we're talking about a total of 31 incidents. Right. Out of those 31 incidents, 24 resulted in... We brought out your taser, you got compliance. And they actually only deployed or used this, this stun gun uh, in, uh, or the taser in seven of those incidents. So when you look at that, to me, again, that's a huge success. When you're looking at that and, and that you had the desired de-escalation by just showing somebody who was in crisis that taser and they responded and they complied where you didn't have to get into physical force, where you didn't have to resort to a firearm. So, again, these numbers are hugely successful. Uh, and what we want to see in our police uh, you know, service, where we have good risk management and good resolutions, where people are not being injured, uh, ending up in the hospital, whether they're officers or the people we're dealing with. What do you say to people who say that this is just putting more deadly weapons in the hands of police? I say, you know what, have a look at the numbers, look at the realities of what's going on. This is a success. Stop fear-mongering. Stop trying to spin things. Let, let's look at it. We have a very difficult job to do. And what I see from a police union's perspective and an officer who, you know, worked on the streets, I see an ability to de-escalate situations, to have better outcomes, not only for police officers, but for the public and the people who we're dealing with. So to me, this is a huge success and that they should be looking at this and championing this, not trying to demonize it. Okay, Mike McCormick with the Toronto Police Association. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.